Welcome to Getting Real Estate with Josh and Casey. I'm Josh Lenhart from Director's Mortgage. And I'm Casey Spore with John L. Scott. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. Holy cow, it's been a minute. I know, it has been a minute. Um, You want to share with the viewers? Yeah, so we um, didn't have October, November episodes. Um, Unfortunately, I I feel like when I say this, it, it sounds... Uncaring, but it's not. A different line <laughs> deliver- than what you're actually saying. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, my sister passed away in October. That sounds way too happy. It's not a happy moment, but I actually just like don't know how to say it without laughing because it's like a joke. But anyways, um, yeah. It's a good mechanism. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know, everybody so, deals with that stuff differently, and it's totally. hard and horrible, and and understanding as to why we needed to take a little time. Yes, it's terrible. It is terrible. Um, so we took a little bit of time off, but we are back with our last episode of 2020. Holy cow. And I'm so excited about the guest that we have here today. We have Kelsey Bell with Cascade Title, and she is here to answer the question that everybody wants to know. (laughs) What the heck is escrow? (laughs) Kelsey, welcome. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny because I remember when I got into the mortgage industry, I had no idea what it was, and... I had been doing my job for like six months, and then I had a full tour of a title company where they took me through the entire process, and I left being like, I still don't know what they do, or (laughs) what this process like. It's a mystery. (laughs) People ask me, and I'm like, well... They're gonna get your. They're gonna make sure that your title is cloud free, yeah. and they're gonna do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, that's really it so is a like the templated answer. Like they're the third party vendor that helps assist with the closing, and they hold the money for the transaction, yeah. and that's where you do the signing for the final. You know, the closing, and they make sure the title is owned, so somebody's uncle can't come claim ownership rights to the property. Exactly. Like, but. Give like a good, like more detailed, like what it is you really dive into when you help people How buy do you home. do it? How do you do it? How what do you do? do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once we get that sales contract, then that's when we really get to work. So that's where we submit in the order to the title officer um, and the title officer on their end, they go through the whole chain of title on the property. So they're going to show all easements of record, any judgments that might pop up. Um, so really that's where, that's where the magic starts on our side of things. So once that title report gets issued out to me, then it's me taking care of everything that pops up on that title report, whether it's judgments, whether it's loans on the property, um, anything like that. So it's kind of like a, like a fun puzzle when the title report comes out that you get to go through and take care of the items that pop up. And what are some of those items like that you would standardly see? Like yeah. what is a judgment or a lien or something that you would maybe see that is not common, but yeah. something that like somebody would have to work through? Totally. Yeah. So a lot of oftentimes child support, spousal supports, because I think what a lot of people don't know is in, you know, the state of Oregon, any judgments that attach to you can also attach to any real property that you purchase. So not all states are like that. So Oregon is one of the the special ones. And knowing that <laughs> is very specific to like, depending on what state you're living in. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And people, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go ahead and finish that thought. And then I have a different question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's just primarily that, as you mentioned, a lot of people don't understand or know yeah. the types of liens or that when they get into certain agreements, if they're past due on their taxes or anything totally. like that, 
and a lien against a property is basically a debt that is required to be paid upon the sale of the house. Exactly. So when somebody buys a home, they're using a financial institution to fund that purchase. Mm -hmm. And when that gets sold, normally the person, the lender, the financial institution is who's paid back first. Mm -hmm. But there are things that jump that position mm -hmm. that they have to be paid back first, mm -hmm. which is a big deal, which is why, again, later on in the process, you make sure those liens aren't existing for the person who's buying the house to ensure that whoever the new bank or financial institution is, they're in first position to be paid back in case something were to happen. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So the title report with the title officer, they put this whole report together. Where do they get all of the information oh, that's on the report? Like, yeah. how do they access all, um, is it like public records or how do they get all that information to compile the report? So it's public records. And then also at Cascade, we actually have a title plant in our first floor of our downtown office. So when you start at Cascade, you get to take that that uh, tour through the office down there. So you get to see, and it's people physically pulling these maps and chaining title and pulling documents from county records. And it's oh like some of these documents they'll pull out and show you. I mean, it's like 1920 you're looking at an easement, which I like geek out about just because I like the, <laughs> the nerd part of me loves to see the old documents and see the old writing and see how they worded, you know, easements back in the day. And so, yeah, it's physically pulling those documents and then compiling them together to create that title report to show what's of record on the property. And, yeah. um, a question. So you pull that report on a property, say mm -hmm. it was built in 1940, mm -hmm. and you do all of that work, and then somebody buys the house in 2020, and then they go to sell the house, and somebody else buys it two years later, you still have to go back to the beginning every time? Well, if Cascade has closed it the first time, then generally we would just go back to when the last that last chain of title was done okay. unless if there was anything that might have popped up that we're like oh we might need to go back and double check you know some something got adjusted in a you know a subdivision or on a plat you know they may want to go back further to see what additional documents could be in that chain but the research that you do doesn't doesn't go into like some public record where if a different title company closes it they have to go back to the beginning regardless back I to 1940 or whatever when the house was built right right that is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so, pretty cool. So as a, say somebody's listing, you know, Kelsey and I work together uh, as much as I can. I work with Kelsey. Um, and when I have a listing, I always contact the title company. You guys, you know, the marketing department, CAMS department. I don't yeah. know what his department, <laughs> marketing, CAMS yeah. department, marketing department. They put together like the home book or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when I say, hey, you know, can I get a list? There's a thing called like a pre-listing kit or a list kit, like whatever. You're pulling some information from the county and putting it together so I have details about the property that mm -hmm. I need for the listing. Um, what do you, when I reach out to initiate that, what kind of work do you put in? Because like the, the hope is that I'm closing that with you mm -hmm. when that's always my hope. It's not always the case. Sometimes you change, you know, a buyer will choose a different title company, but what work goes into that? So with the home book, that's going to be a little bit different because that's our customer service department, just pulling the documents that they see on their end. But oftentimes I'll get, you know, like if it is a listing coming up and someone's like, they've, it sounds like they have, might have a lot of judgments or it sounds like this has gone through a few owners. We're not quite sure what the, how the deed's going to read, you know, how ownership is going to be shown in the property. Can you go ahead and get a title report going for me so that we're ready to go once the listing goes live? And I've had a few transactions like that where we've saved some of these listings because we were able to ahead of time 
go with ahead. The information that's important. Exactly. For the sale. Yep. And we've gotten deeds recorded ahead of time, so things are taken care of. You know, interest cleared up. We had you know an ex dealt with. Started a line of communication with her so that we were ready when that listing went live. Because then, if you get a cash buyer that comes in or loan that's going to close, you know, in twenty days or something, then we make sure we're ready to go so we don't hold up. You know, on your guys' side of things. And correct me if I'm wrong, but. There are a surprising amount of sellers that have no clue that there are liens on their property that yes. they have yeah. to even deal with when they sell. Yeah. Yes. Like, Oftentimes, oh, like... I didn't even know that was a thing. Exactly. Yeah, like if they have a judgment, you know, maybe for medical debt and it got sent to somewhere like Ray Klein or cash management or something like that, you know, then they're like, oh my gosh, this was like debt from 2016. I didn't know that this would attach when I, you know, sell. And then that's where we go into the, you know, spiel of any, any judgments that attach to you are also going to attach to your real property. And so that's where they're like, oh no, but the good news is, is that then, then we get to work on that puzzle piece of clearing those items that pop them and getting to these items taken care of for the clients. So then if they go to buy a new home or, you know, if they're moving somewhere different or into a rental property, you know, they have, they have on their side, they have that, you know, knowing that everything's clear on their end. Yeah. And, just and taken that, care of. Yeah. That reassurance, I guess you could say. So say that somebody has an insane hypothetical. <laughs> Oh, not even, Hypothetical. without getting specific not, details, what's not the even craziest? Hip- well, yeah. well, this is, I want to ask this really quick. So say that you have somebody that has an immense amount of liens and judgments, liens and judgments where you're just like, oh, you're not walking away with anything and you're actually not going to pay, be able to even pay off all of your things. Right. So how do, I mean. How does that work? They have to do a, I Kelsey and I are working on one that's <laughs> hypothetical, not hypothetical. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, it's an unfortunate situation, but it is yeah. a situation. And yeah. with selling, you know, I guess it's a double-edged sword because it stinks that you're not walking away with a pocket full of money from selling your investment. But, uh-huh. like, thank goodness you have this investment to at least get you out of some of the hot water that you're in and totally. you can, you know, kind of help give you a fresh start even if you are walking away with some things still attached to you. So do they just have to settle on taking part of it or how does that work? Yeah. So great question. Yeah. So it's, you know, in in the case maybe that we're referring to, there's a situation where we're paying someone off and we don't have enough money to pay them off. So what we can do in this case, since it was a judgment that was filed in a court case, we can, we would first let her know or him know, here's the amount that we have to pay you through the closing. If they're in agreement with that, then on this specific transaction, what we're doing is we're having a release executed by them. So they're, it's a release of certain property. So they're releasing the property from the judgment, but the judgment is going to remain in effect until they're paid in full. Okay. So then at least it's released from the property. So then that new buyer gets that free and clear title and they don't have any, you know, clouded liens or anything like yeah. that popping up on it. Well, and how does it work? Because in this situation, there are a couple people that are owed mm-hmm. money, but the first person gets to take it all and that other person, unfortunately, just doesn't get anything. Yeah, or they can negotiate if there's any kind of negotiation on that side of things where they're like, okay, I'd be willing to take a little bit more. In that case, two of the judgments are in favor of the state, so then that's why they're getting paid ahead of the The other party. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so back to what Josh said, what is your, like, craziest, most hectic 
like prelim title oh, report. <laughs> I mean, I've had had a few, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. Not a good way. I'm I'm the nerd in the fact that where that title report comes out and there are a bunch of judgments on it. I'm like, okay, let's go. This is like a puzzle. Let's get all these pieces. Let's put them together. So pretty much when it first comes out, my first call is going to be to the cell. Well, first to the agent. Like, yeah. You know, hey, these are popping up. I'm going to reach out to a client. Not looking good, <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah. Exactly. Not... Like, hey, not sure if you've seen that title report. <laughs> yeah. I did. I looked at it yeah. and then I immediately closed the email because yeah. I said, Kelsey's got this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so then I'm going to call the seller and we're just going to go through them, you know, like, hey, this judgment's popping up from 2016. Are you aware of that? Oh, yeah, that was this, this, this. Okay, this judgment's popping up. Are you aware of that? You know, we'll go through them one by one. Some of them, they're like, oh, you know what? I think I need, I can negotiate that one down. So oftentimes, if they're going to be negotiating a judgment, on my side, I'm going to wait until they've started negotiating that because I don't want to step in the middle of that and then yeah. them be like, yeah. oh, hey, they're yeah. reaching out for the full payoff amount. Yeah. So when I get that green light, unless if we're obviously, you know, closing in seven days, I'm going to be like, okay, here's the option. We either pay this now or, <laughs> you know, it's not going to get sold kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we've had some some crazy ones. I had one recently, probably within the last couple months, um, where there was an estate was entitled to the property. However, mm-hmm. on the previous transaction that closed, there was a separate estate. And on that estate, an heir got missed being signed off on. Oh. So we had to go back to that title company and work with them directly and be like, hey, this got missed. So then we had to track down the people again. You know, people are like, this closed forever ago. Why are we now, you know, coming back on this? And, all of this? Yeah, exactly. And it's just our title officers are just so thorough that they go through, I mean, they're going to find everything, which is, right. which yeah. is good. I mean, bad. some people might see that as bad, but it's good because you're really going to make sure. Point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say, yeah, that's Lately, that's been one of my more hectic ones. Hectic so my ones. two questions would be, what's the like highest judgment amount you've ever seen, like a singular? Ooh. And second, uh, do you have any stories, like anybody who's been particularly combative against the idea that they had judgments that they just, they were like, nope, nope, not paying that absolute. Because you must run into folks oh. who are like, oh, no, nope, yes. that was cleared, or that is not in my name, or that belongs to somebody else. Yes. Things yeah. like that, but... Yeah, so it's, um, so for, uh, judgment popping up like that, yeah, so I have had people that are, can be pretty combative, and it's just, you break it down, you know, you go through and just say, because a lot of people call and panic, and you explain the situation of, like, again, your judgments that attach to you also attach to your real property, so it unfortunately has to be taken care of, and then we go through, if they're like, well, this isn't me, then I'll be like, great, can I have some personal information from you that I can disclose to the title officer, we'll confirm that it's you, if it's not, then we'll come back, oftentimes people, like, if a, you know, a judgment, like, medical debt, and it gets rolled over into somewhere like Rain Klein, you know, they might have no idea about that judgment or, right. you know, yeah. often with, especially with medical debt, which is, yeah. I mean, it's pretty sad. Because for... they're bought and sold by somebody. Yes. Like, you're like you, on the reports you see, you're like, this is coming up as. Yeah. 3,000. Yeah. Investments Co. And you're like, I don't know who that and is. Yeah. yeah. That is. And exactly. Yeah. And then they'll on their end, you know, they may be like, sometimes if they're more combative, you know, with a situation like that, where I'm like, well, here's the original amount. I can reach out and get a payoff and we can see what it is. Or, you know, I'm not sure if you want to try to negotiate it yourself. So sometimes people will be like, nope, I want to call and negotiate because I don't remember this. I don't 
recognize this, you know, so oftentimes people do that that are combative. I'll, you know, give them that option. If you right. want to try to negotiate it, if not, then we're going to have to pay it in full, you know, through the closing with what's popping up right now. So, so yeah. de-escalation is the name of the de- game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Talk them off the ledge. You talk them yeah. off the ledge. <laughs> I feel like you would be good at talking people off the ledge. Yeah. I do do it. I also <laughs> love how you nerd out about, because I, I like, like the way that your face was just like, and there's this whole, and I was like, I just fell asleep talking exactly. about pulling documents, and she's so excited, which I lo- I freaking love that. Um, what is the back to his question? Like, what is the largest single largest judgment have yeah. you seen? Man, I saw one for it was I want to say it was seven hundred fifty thousand, oh. and it was but it was an oh. IRS, it was a tax lien. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has been the biggest one. So I can't they remember what the they did. Yes. That is was not that, was who that you want to owe. Like decades of not paying, or was this person like a multimillionaire that was like? <laughs> I think it was decades of not paying. Oh, oh my god! But I believe from memory, I think they ended up negotiating it down. So <laughs> I hope so. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it's that's not a fun conversation to have with people. Yeah, wolf no, is right. That is not a fun conversation <laughs> to have. And was that, was I'm like, like nauseous. Remotely aware. Did they have, like, an inclination? Most of the time they are where they're like, oh, yeah, I know about that. But I think they just think it's not going to attach. Again, people just have no idea. take care of that separately. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, you have a, you owe the IRS $750,000 and you're selling this house for $350,000. Yeah, like, this isn't going to work. That math ain't math. Exactly. Oh, oh, that makes me like nauseous. Yeah. To think pretty sure about. It ended up terminating too the deal they did because they like, didn't realize. Oh, yeah, I, keep, I think I'm just gonna hold on to this. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll yeah. come back. We're just gonna come back to that. Well, and then on the flip side of all of this is yeah. that there are then success stories. Yes, things that you do that save deals. One in particular was a mine that I wanted to bring up, and sincerely, we invited you on the podcast before all of this happened. Yeah. And funny enough, it was my loan officer partner Bonnie who made like reached out to you to save what was happening without any direction from me as to where to point it. So the long and short of it was we had a deal that had been going for about a month and this was right during Thanksgiving, just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And a competing title company, so the selling agent often is the one that chooses the title company. So yes. they had chosen this other company who got hacked. In like a big major way, mm-hmm. hacks. Not like a, oh, our computer systems are down for a and day. And I shut them down for like a week, like right? Over, like nine days. Yeah. Like in a whole like ransom situation. Like pay us or we will release private information kind of hack. Right. Which again, note to anybody listening, this is why like wire fraud and other things, why they're so specific about assets, where money's coming, double verifying is these reasons yes. you want to be protected. So they got hacked before Thanksgiving and they were like, oh, we're going to see how long this is going to take. And we thought it was going to be squared away. After Thanksgiving, it was still not squared away. And it was the 28th, and our close date was the 30th. And it was like, well, we can either hope they get it done before then, or we can change gears and swap title companies two days before we're supposed to close. You need an updated title report. You need an updated payoff. But needless to say, Bonnie, my loan officer partner, reached out to Kelsey, who again, I I was like, I think we just need to fix this and change to somebody and she took the initiative and reached out to you mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I love working with Kelsey yeah. and just shot the message over. And Kelsey and her team saved the day and got a deal closed in two days. Mm-hmm. I want to clap, but it will be too loud. <laughs> Which is, I mean, clap. it's funny because 
when I started in this industry, I remember thinking to myself, and I just didn't know any better, <clears throat> that with title and escrow, I was like, why does it matter who I have a relationship with? They're all supposed to just be doing their jobs, right? Like if I call and make a request for something, then I should get that request fulfilled because it's just a part of their job. What you don't, what you fail to realize is these types of relationships and how they come into play when the rubber meets the road sometimes. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. it's like not always like this is not a common situation. It's not something that you want to take advantage of. But like the fact that then you can rely on somebody to close them, like those things are valuable mm -hmm. and hyper important. We had a buyer, or my buyer, the reason it couldn't roll over in December is their cash to close would have increased like $1,800 that they did not have. Yeah. So they were like, we have to close this month. And you got it. Yes. Good. I'm glad I got to be a part of that one too. So well, fortunately that was, fantastic. I think, a little bit more strict. Like they didn't have a lot of like judgments, liens, payoffs, yes. and all that. But still, there's a lot of big success stories happening like yeah. what you're offering too. Yeah. I do like the success stories. Like had one recently where she was super anxious, the whole transaction, the buyer owned deal, super anxious, super nervous, was, you know, really panicked the whole time. And at, we got to the end of the signing table and she's like, I feel like I'm going to puke. This, this is giving me anxiety. And oh I was like, well, God. that we're going to go through it one document at a time. Ask me any questions. You'll have my card, you know? And so we get through it. And at the end, she felt super comfortable towards the end. She asked me a ton of questions, responded back, you know, let her know, like, I'm here, whatever you have. And she called the next day when we recorded and had said, you know, like, thank you so much. We're in our house. And, Aww. you know, like, I just appreciate you taking the time and, actually walking me through everything because it was their first house too yeah. so i'm like you're you know you're super nervous and those are my favorite my favorite people too <laughs> so Same. first Same. time home buyers just because they're so excited i mean some of them are super nervous too but so, most yeah. of them are so excited walking in like this is my first house and you know they don't even realize what amazing you know adventure that they get to go on so you're well, cool. that again goes back to the relationship stuff yeah. yeah like who you pick as a title company like you're the last point of contact totally and if you are stout or rude or mean or yeah. short or you know like anything that makes people not excited to buy a house yeah. that's a lasting impression Absolutely. So like you being that final and being so open and communicative and and, and like yes. informative on what they can expect yes and making people feel comfortable at the like at the finish line is invaluable yeah it is invaluable yeah. i had a deal that i well it was our one that we closed together and it was a different type you know the seller of the house insisted we use yeah, a specific person totally. for a title so and I'm never gonna lose a deal over Absolutely a title company not. that's never no. gonna be an argument I've had I always I always write in cascade and I get <laughs> countered back and I'm like okay okay I'll I give yeah, up okay. yeah, yeah, yeah fine that's yeah. fine um but the in the the escrow officer who was on the transaction she's i've worked with her before she's really great and but she was going on vacation and she had to have somebody cover for her and they were she was just so like not the right personality for a lot of my clients for a lot of my clients and my client was just like she seemed really mad at all of us oh. and it just was like you know, she was so, she was a first time home buyer, yeah. you know, she was like excited, nervous, whatever. And then just like that, la I mean, thankfully she's a good friend of mine. And I was just like, I wasn't into that either. <laughs> Don't, that did also did not make me very happy. Yeah. Um, but even in 2022, 2021, 
we closed one. I did a, I helped some clients with a purchase and a sale Mm -hmm. and you did their sale closing and they loved it. It was great. And then they had to sign with a different escrow officer and they were like, they called me and they were like, Hey, just some like constructive feedback. (laughs) Um, we loved Kelsey. She was incredible. She made us feel so good about everything. She was really kind. This other person, you shouldn't work with her. I was like, I just want you to know, I didn't pick her. (laughs) First of all, (laughs) I picked Kelsey, but I was like, that is like good to know because then I'm not going to work with that person in the future if I have clients being like, she made me feel really uncomfortable and she made me feel dumb at Mm. asking a little question and like, you know. In the, in the verbiage, I mean, on the documents, it's like Greek. I mean, people don't know, you know, when they come in, they don't they don't know what this document means, you know, like, you have to break it down to them, and you don't want to do it in a scary way to where they're like, I don't ever want to buy a house I don't again. want to sign. <laughs> yeah, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I'm out. <laughs> well, we learn all that from the beginning. I mean, all of yeah. what we're talking about is very foreign to people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And that's why I know, you know, it's like, there's all this conversation constantly about like, oh, is AI going to take over your jobs? And like, I really don't think so. No. Like, I get that people can access pieces of information, but we are there to really help guide them through a lot of big emotions and uncertainty yeah. and mm-hmm. questions that like yeah. they wouldn't even know how to get the answers to. Totally. And if you are talking above them or like you're better than them, or again, like you're a robot or something, or just spitting out factual data, like I go back to when I started the industry, it took me almost two full years Mm -hmm. to come into work and to feel like okay I think I'm pretty sure I have a good idea about what I'm doing yeah totally sincerely and every day before then was a question of uncertainty was a worry that I was going to do something horrible our because our jobs require licensing and it's not like oh if you do this wrong you know like no big deal people lose houses tens Mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars This is like lawsuit, jail time type. Like you break the rules, you you know yeah. any one of these yeah. things. It's like no pressure. Yeah, yeah. at all. None. It's like a None. super low pressure job. It's not. I come in every I day. I like never no stressed out it's, ever. It took me a long time to like because I was a junior alone, and then I got promoted, and then have that safety net removed, and be like, you yes. are on your own. And really, the backdrop is like if you're a good, honest person those most extreme things are going to happen to you. The, yeah. the news that you hear about people getting fined in jail are people that are specifically fraudulent or going after people or whatever. But regardless, there's still a ton on the line. Yeah. And there's so much information, and it is the biggest financial transaction they will it's ever huge. make in their whole life. Yeah. It is terrifying. Yeah. And my, fa- I think my favorite compliment is when people say, I feel much better and I understand what I need to do and or what I what I can expect. Yes. Um, because then I have basically taken like 12 years worth of experience and condensed something that is like overwhelming amount of program guidelines knowledge and put it in a way and condensed it enough to where they know what they are getting into and they're still happy with it. Yes. Yeah. Which is probably a lot of what you do every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, I know, and it's and it's this like how you were talking about when you went from junior to a loan officer or junior loan officer to official yeah. senior loan officer. Um, it's the same when you go from an assistant to them being an escrow officer to the calls that used to be able to pass off where yes. people yell at you, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll pass it off to my escrow officer, and it's like, oh wait, that's me. I'm I'm the one now. <laughs> the buck stops. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's like just when... learning how to you know handle that communication, and every person that you talk to is going to be different. Someone is gonna call you and just start yelling at you and sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to let them yell just so that then they get it out and then they, and then it's like okay so let's try to solve you know let's try to problem solve this yeah. or if you want to give me a call back then we can chat this through you know so we can we can take a minute and take a beat and come back and right. <laughs> regroup yeah yeah um so I have a question on a this is I have a client I'm selling her home here she is going to be uh she's back in Florida with her mom and they're going to be selling their house there. But she was saying that um, her mom was married and they're in another state. They owned a home and he had like medical debt Mm. attached to his home. Well, when they sold it, they didn't pay off that medical debt, but they carried it over. And so now his medical debt is attached to her home. Mm-hmm. Is that like common? Like if you're buy if you're selling a house and then buying another one, you can just carry that debt with you to the next one, or like is that? Well, so usually when we go to sell a home, if what we do, if a party's passed away, then we reach out to the state and check for any claims, like with Medicare debt or anything like that, and they're gonna let me know, hey, this claim's popping up, and they'll say either you know, they'll say either it can be paid once the second party's passed away. You know, or you guys can pay it now. So oftentimes if parties have the capability, they're like, let's just go ahead and pay it now and get it taken care of. But since they are married, then yeah, that debt is going to essentially, I mean, it's follow follow them. Yeah. Okay. But it kind of, it's, it's different. Each judgment's going to be a little bit different, but in regards to like that type of a thing with the state, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause he was living when they moved to Florida and so they sold that house there, and then they bought this house in Florida together. But and Florida's still, probably a little bit different, too, yeah, in the ways that they yeah, do it. But here, sense. if it's in favor of the state, you know, that would be, they'll say, you know, we can, you don't, you can pay it now, or once that last person passes away, then, then it would be owed back. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. That's why we need the experts. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming yes. on. Hopefully that answers people's what burning question. Yeah. What the heck is escrow? Heck I mean, is escrow? I... That'll be the name of the podcast. Yeah, what the heck is escrow? <laughs> That's what I'm going to title it. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being our last podcast yes. of the year. Yes. I feel honored. Thank you. Stay tuned for more whatever's coming next. Yeah. Next topics and discussions can keep this rolling so that you know what to expect when buying a home. Exactly. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one.